Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What the heck is going on, everybody? It's your guy, Snowbike Mike, back again for another kind of funny ga- games daily. No, this is the kind of funny X-Cast, your home for all things Xbox here at Kind of Funny. Got a little confused on the intro, but we're back because it's been one of those mornings. The, vi- the vibes are off right off the bat. <laughs> Gary and Paris and Gary, for you, the vibes have been off today. Of course, I, I we are recording this yeah. Wednesday, April 12th, 2020. 23, and it is one of those days where you just question as an Xbox gamer, what the heck is going on here? And the vibe has not been good today. Very salty, very uptight. A lot of questions on what the decision making is because it turns out that Redfall is going to be coming in hot at a solid 30 frames per second at launch. 30 whole frames per second? 30 whole frames, Gary. And we're going to talk about that as the main topic of the show today but let's get back on track with the gang of course because this is the kind of funny x cast it is your home for all things xbox here at kind of funny i'm one of your hosts snowbike mike and i'm joined by my two gaming dads let's start off with my dude in the middle mr paris lily paris we've had a long morning together seeing some fun conversations online how are you doing though Oh, I'm good. I'm good. And yeah, you were a witness to, to the conversation <laughs> I was a part of this morning about all this Redfall stuff. But uh, just to give some context on that. Yeah, there, there's a Twitter spaces I like to join with a lot of passionate Xbox fans because I like to hear what, what people are going to say. Right. And and I knew it was going to be spicy and, and it did not it did not disappoint for sure. Gary, it was a, a spectacle. It was something special. A lot of passionate fans out there. A lot of words being thrown around. A lot of hot takes being shared. But, uh, of course, you live in a different world, Gary. You don't worry about Twitter spaces like that. How's your day been? Uh, it's been all right. I had a play date with um, with my youngest and uh, some some other kids, and it was it was fun. I've I've been just kind of out there, kind of like living the real world and mm-hmm. not worrying about how many fucking frames per second the, the <laughs> video game is. I've been I've been somewhat immune to the. I, I saw the news. I saw when it dropped yep. on Twitter. What was it this morning? Early this, this morning. morning. Yep. And I I kind of I, I was like, we'll get into it. But like I kind of shrugged because I was like, well, this isn't great, but also I don't really care because I didn't care that much about Redfall. Redfall is not a game that I've. Oh, I can't wait to play mm-hmm. Redfall. There's other games I think I've said before. Like I'm just not that bothered, so it doesn't. It's not. It's not going to affect me that much. But we'll get. We'll get look, it's not good enough, right? I think we can all agree that's the bottom line. This is this ain't this this ain't it. No, we'll get. We'll, but we'll get into it. This ain't it, Gary. This ain't it. And so we're gonna have that conversation today when we jump into the news. But it's nice to be back for another week. Last week, everybody loved the Gary rants. Everybody loved. My gamer socks. I don't know if you saw. Well, it, Gary. I, was, I mean, a lot of people came to my defense that great money well spent, Mike, on the gamer be- socks. Between between me coming in yet last week, feeling in a in a in a very so- I was off. Like yes. I was in a salty mood, and you waving your ridiculous seventy dollars socks in my <laughs> face. Like they all the ingredients were there for me to go off on one, and indeed I did. Um, we'll, we'll see if the, I, I don't know if I have. A, I mean, I'm in a better mood. So I don't know if, we, if I have a rant in me this week. But look, you know, let's let's see how the how the afternoon progresses. Let's talk about it. Of course, this is the kind of funny, uh, kind of funny X cast we post each and every Thursday at 6 a.m. West Coast Best Coast time on YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny Games, RoosterTeeth.com, and of course on podcast services around the globe. Don't forget, we are now Epic Games partners, which means if you are buying games off the Epic Games Store, upgrading your look in Rocket League or Fall Guys, or buying that sweet, sweet season pass in Fortnite. Please use our Epic Creator Code Kind of Funny at checkout to help support the team in a brand new way. And of course. Talking about support, we always like to thank those who support us here in the spare bedroom via Patreon, whether you're watching live and getting ad-free viewing and not having to put up with those pesky ads. Thank you so much for supporting us over on Patreon. And 
the ones who support us on Patreon at the, of course, tier to be a Patreon producer for the month of April. We want to thank like Tripod Double Plus Plus and Delaney Twining. Thank you both for your support over on Patreon. This week, the Kind of Funny X-Cast is sponsored by Rocket Money, and we'll tell you all about that in just a little bit. Guys, let's get into it. It's hot news coming hot off of the Twitterverse today. Redfall is launching at 30 frames per second. Announced in a tweet from Play Redfall, it reads, Redfall is launching on Xbox consoles with quality mode only. Meaning for you gamers out there, Xbox Series X is going to run at 4K30. Xbox Series S is running at 1440p at 30 frames per second. A 60 frames per second performance mode will be added via game update at a later date. Paris, Lily, it's 2023. We are three years into the new console generation. We're calling it the current gen now. It's not next gen anymore. We've had this conversation with one Gary Witta who expects more, expects 60 frames out of his games. Where do we stand? What's going on with this? Tell me all about it. So actually to pivot off of what Gary was just saying that, you know, he didn't necessarily care as much because it wasn't something he was 100% interested in. I'm, I'm the opposite in that I do care for a couple different reasons. Um, you know, going hands on with it during the preview, that got me like, yeah, I, I want to check this out at, at launch. I want to play this with my friends. This definitely seems interesting enough for me that I, I'm going to want to deep dive into it. But I also care for the fact that we're a month away from launch and we're getting this news now. If they would have said this back in December or January or something and given us a little more cushion and time to kind of consume it, I, I think it would have landed better. But even in that aspect, it still would have come off disappointing. I think the overall consensus, not only myself and just everyone that I've seen talking about this today is it's disappointing because this is we're now in the next gen this is no longer cross-gen stuff anything like that we're in the next generation of, of console gaming and to tell me that the flagship console for xbox the xbox series x because this is the first 70 dollars next gen only game coming from xbox game studios can only do 30 frames per second at launch is disappointing yes you're going to patch this and it's going to get a 60 frames per second update which is great but why is it not at launch i i think and i tweeted this earlier my my biggest thing about this is i get stuff happens in game development i i'm i'm almost confident that they were aiming for 60 frames at launch clearly something has happened on the roadmap in the development cycle they couldn't hit it i get it this happens you don't want to delay it. Okay. I think you got to get out in front of this with a more detailed explanation as to why. So people understand because we're at a point in 2023 where, and I know people were pulling up the tweet that Aaron Greenberg had in 2020, but we're at a point where 60 frames per second is pretty much considered a standard now on these next generation consoles, be it a performance mode, quality mode, whatever you want to call it. But it, there, it needs to be some tier where there's 60 frames per second. And they obviously were aiming for that. So the fact that you're not doing it, you got to explain to us why. Be it in a detailed post on Bethesda or Xbox Wire. I don't know if you, you get Harvey from Arcane or someone else from the Redfall team to kind of dive into the weeds to explain why. Look, we ran into these issues. We need a little more time. You can expect that we are targeting July or whatever it would be, right? So people at least know. As that stands as just a tweet, I don't know when this patch is coming. Do I, do I dive in day one and play it? Do I hold out and wait a couple months? Do I got to wait six months, a year? I don't know because you're not giving me enough details. And I think you have to be self-aware enough to know that that tweet is going to create a firestorm because that is what happened today. A firestorm of people with varying op opinions and conspiracy theories and all kind of stuff. Like I, you were in that wild spaces I was in, Mike, people were blaming it on game pass going, this is the game pass effect. And I'm like, Oh my God, here we go. You gotta be more crystal clear on this and more transparent when these type of delays happen. And I, and I think one of the big consensus that we've seen today is why not just delay it? I'm sure there's various reasons. They don't want it to butt up against Starfield, things like that. To maybe that's why they're not delaying or maybe the 60 frames per second patch is so far out. 
it would severely delay the game. But that's the point. We don't know. We're speculating on why. So it's disappointing to hear. I understand from a, a technical standpoint, a game development standpoint, why this happened. But you had already delayed Redfall out of 2022. We're now in 2023. We're finally at that point where the game's about to go gold. And this is the news you drop on us. It's disappointing because, and I'll say this last thing. You and I, Mike, we both played it during the preview period. I purposely did not worry myself about what the frame rate was, the resolution was during the preview, because number one, we weren't even playing on an Xbox, we we're playing on a PC, but it's preview. I never want to judge a game during a preview because we know the game's not finished yet. I want to judge the final product. And here's what's going to happen. It's going to come out in May at 30 frames per second. And it's going to be judged that way. And that is going to be the perception of Redfall for a very long time. Good, bad, indifferent, whatever it's going to be. It is not going to be what Arcane is saying is the final product of Redfall, which brings it all back to why not just delay this until you have, until it's feature complete. We just went through this for the past few years with Halo. I don't want to repeat that again with Redfall. And, and I think for the reputation of Xbox Game Studios and Bethesda, you don't want to come out the gate with a, your first next-gen only game having these type of issues. Just my opinion. Harris, very well said, and a lot to unpack here with this conversation, because yeah, I can go any which way with you, Paris. And it's funny, I thought of you and Gary when the news broke early this morning, right? It's not a Friday evening when we tried to raise the price of Xbox Gold, right? When we had that right. conversation of bad news comes out on a Friday. This team said, you know what, Wednesday at about 8.30 Pacific time, let's send this tweet out and we're going to deal with a firestorm, as Paris said, all day long. And it was so interesting to me of like, yeah, Paris, I think this pill would have been a little bit easier to swallow with just a little bit of information behind it, a little bit of help. Hey, a small Twitter video, a blog post, like you said, of like, hey, here's the details that are going into this. This is what we're looking at as a roadmap and timing wise. But when you just put out a... 270 character tweets it leaves a lot to just anyone to jump on and as Paris said speculation Steve is out there right is it the game pass <laughs> effect is it Xbox Series S holding and dragging us all down is it leadership what is going on and so yeah it was so interesting of like man we didn't want to put like a small dev diary or any sort of reasoning behind this just hey here's the tweet figure it out we'll see y'all in a month because Paris just brought up talking about delay and Gary, you brought up a good one while you and I were in the other room here in the spare bedroom of this May, right around the corner, you're looking at Star Wars and you're looking at Zelda sandwiched mm -hmm. right, right in the middle is Redfall, a game that has had some bad first impressions. And that's what I want to talk with all of us about because for me, Redfall will always be remembered as like, this is a team that never came out with a good first impression for anyone. We didn't know what the game was all about. Is it Left for Dead? Is it Far Cry? Is it Borderlands? What's going on here? Okay, we finally figured that out months later. Oh, snap. It's always online. The host is the only one with the progression. What's going on here? And now, a month ahead of launch, we've now figured out it's only at 30 frames. This team has not figured out how to really step out with their best foot forward, and that's been too bad to see. But let's talk about this delay business, Gary, with a, you and I. I mean, here, first week of May, sandwiched between two big games. Do they really? Say, hey, let's delay this? I mean, yeah, first of all, yeah. I mean, it's not a great... If, if I were working at Microsoft or Arcane or had any interest in, you know, uh, like any investment in Redfall, I wouldn't love that date. Between Jedi Survivor on one side and, like you said, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom on the other, sandwiched in between. Like I said to you before the show, it's like being the middle person in the human centipede. You don't want to be there. That's not where you want to be. I, 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 there, is a, there, is a, there is a feeling that, like, you know, are they sending this game out to die? Like, what's going on here? I mean, they've got to release something, but I don't know. Like, I, it just, you're also right that the vibes have been off on this game from the beginning. They have struggled to present this game in a, in a positive light. I remember the first, like, cinematic-only trailer they did was, oh, this could be pretty cool. Left for Dead kind of vibes. And like, like you said, is it that? Isn't it that? Like, I think they've struggled to communicate what exactly the game is or to get people excited about it. There's been, like, I guess, what, like drip, 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 like, kind of just negative vibes coming off of this game as they've gone up to release. And this is the last thing they needed. So to speak about this, to, to speak to the specific issue, you and I have talked about this many times before. In general, uh, rightly or wrongly, maybe I was naive to think this, but when the PS5 and the Xbox Series X came in, 
at the, at the back end of what was before that, right? The high end before that was the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X, where we had gotten used to uh, making that compromise. Do you want performance mode or quality mode? Do you want high frame rate or high resolution? I was like, oh, I can't wait for the next generation to come out. So I won't have to make these compromises anymore. Just 4K 60 all day long. Turns out that wasn't the case. I don't know, I don't know if I got out over my skis thinking that was going to be the case, but like, I felt like we would be in like full, full on... You know, it doesn't, like, you know, all those boxes say 4K, 60 frames a second. It doesn't say or in the middle. It, you, get, you get the impression that you're going to get both, right? And you do get both, just not at the same time. It sucks. And it particularly sucks because, again, yeah, there's a reason why they give you the choice, right? Some people prefer the high definition. Some people prefer the higher frame rate. And depending on, on who you are, you might feel that one is a better trade-off than the other. For me, given the choice, I'll always do 60, for me, the difference between 30 frames and 60 frames is more noticeable than the difference between 1080p or 1440p or whatever scalable dynamic resolution there may be and full 4K. So the fact that that's not even available at launch, like I was 50-50 on this to begin with, and now I'll, I will certainly wait for the patch. Specifically, specifically, I think there are certain genres of games that particularly benefit from or, su or suffer from having or not having 60 frames. Driving games, fighting games, and shooters. Right, you want six, and we hear something. See, the PC people are laughing at us right now. They 60 are sixty frames. They are. They are, Gary. Sixty frames is the, is the dream. Oh my god! Like if I was, if I was getting sixty frames on my on my PC, I was I'd be wondering what's wrong with it. Anything under a hundred is a joke. In the obviously those are much more expensive machines, and it's it's a whole different vibe. But like here we are arguing about 30, 30 versus sixty. To Paris's point, yes, there should be they, 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 there should be more clarity than just like. But this, this, that tweet, I think, for a lot of people, felt like a slap in the face. If you came up and slapped me in the face, I'm not sure you explaining to me why you did that would make me feel much better true, about it. You still true. slapped me in the face. They should, they, should, they should explain why, but we already know what it's going to be. It's going to be something along the lines of, oh, you know, in order to, you know, in order to bring the game to you and the expected, we didn't want to disappoint you or delay it. There had to be certain compromises, but, you know, don't worry. It's still going to be cool at 30 frames and we'll get it to you later. Like, there'll be some, like, bullshit explanation that they'll come up with. It probably is. I'm sure the developers didn't want to do this. I'm sure they were trying as hard as they could to ship it you know, 60 frames um, at launch. And for whatever reason, they just couldn't do it. It's not that they're lazy or can't be bothered. They just couldn't do it. And I'm sure they're as, as unhappy as anyone else. But at the end of the day, we're here not you know, to be developer apologists, but to be advocates for people that buy and play the games. And from that point of view, it's not good enough. Paris, what do you got for me? Yeah, just going back to what Gary was talking about before with, you know, the game coming out and waiting on the patch. I think I think that's another reason why maybe this isn't necessarily a great idea to put it out in May. Like you mentioned, you got Zelda, you got Jedi Survivor. It's coming out around that time. You now have this negative viewpoint about the game because it's not at what you expected it to be and look i get there's average shows that are not going to care about frames per second and all that maybe there's data out there that showing most people wouldn't give two shits about it being 60 frames but people that watch the show people that are engaging on social media they care about that stuff this is why they talk about these things that showcases and all this stuff about 60 frames and the importance of it so when you're not delivering that most people are going to go, well, then I'm not playing this at launch. I'm going to wait on the patch. I think that's going to be a common theme that you're going to hear because take, take us out of the equation because maybe we review it or whatever, and we're going to play it. Most people are going to go, do I want my experience with Redfall to be at 30 when I know it's going to come again at 60? And I don't know ahead of time if this is going to be a game that I necessarily want to keep replaying over and over. You may go have a run with your friends, go through all the characters one time at 30 frames, and now you're putting, putting it down. And then right after that, that's when the 60 frames comes out. And now you don't have the incentive to want to go back and play anymore. Not to mention, sure, you might subscribe to Game Pass and you're able to play it, but then you're going to have people... Most people that pick up Redfall are not going to play it on Game Pass. Let's, let's just put it that way. Most people are going to want to spend $70 for it. That's what the, the numbers tell us. Do I really want to spend $70 for Redfall and it's not feature complete? That's what it yeah, comes I mean, down it's, to. It's, it's not like New Game Plus or something that it's okay no, to right. patch in down the you road. This is stuff that you have, I think, as you have a right to expect this shit on day one. Day right? one, Gary. A um, couple of things. I wonder if they. I, I wonder if there if there is going to be another shoe that drops in the next few days where maybe they didn't expect the reaction to be this negative, and maybe they will do a a, a reverse ferret, as we say in 
<laughs> my homeland. You're put it back in the hole. Say, hey, no, we heard, we heard you. We're going to delay it. Oh yeah. I mean, that, I, I feel like that could happen because the reaction has been really, really bad. You only get one chance to make a first impression. Yes. Right. And and I and I wonder if like if it comes out and it, and then it's and it's suffering because of the frame rate when the when sixty frames drops, let's say two, three, four months from now, whenever it might be. You don't get the same kind of it. There'll be another. There'll, there'll be a quick like round of headlines. Oh, the sixty frame mm -hmm, mode. Just, mm -hmm. but that, but you're not going to get like like people want to play this stuff when it's new. But here's the other big problem that just occurred to me about the launch and being sandwiched in between Jedi Survivor and Tears of the Kingdom, which are absolutely two of the biggest game releases of the year, right? Absolutely, two two of the biggest. Tears of the Kingdom, arguably the biggest. Um, it's not like, oh, well, I don't care about those games. I just want to play Redfall. The meat of this game is a four-player multiplayer game. You better hope that all your buddies are on board as well, and they're not too busy going, fuck off, I'd rather play Jedi Survivor or Tears of the Kingdom, because I guarantee you a lot of them are going to be. I, I, I'm going to have a, I feel like if I, I'm Redfall, like, ride or die, I'm, am I going to be able to round up three buddies that, that want to go with me, or are they going to be too busy playing Jedi Survivor and Tears of the Kingdom? You have a tough time. Uh, it's risky business. Yeah, that's my thing is the first impression, like you brought up Paris and Gary, right? It's like, we saw this already happen with Halo, right? Think about how many people actually went back to Halo when they finally got content, or when they finally added right? in campaign co-op, right? Like, you had played that. You've yeah. been there, done that. That happened to me. Remember, they added all the new content, but I didn't go back. You didn't go back, Gary. And so here's the issue, is if this game comes out on May 2nd at 30 frames per second, a huge population is already going to miss this, right? If it comes out mid on top of that, if this game isn't a banger, do you think six months from now when they go, hey, it's finally 60 frames, a whole bunch of let people me, are going to come back. Let me ask you a question. This is to you and Paris, because you both played it right at the event. Did either of you get the sense that the game is good enough to overcome this? That it's like, oh, it, 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 maybe we're making a big deal. Maybe it drops at thirty frames. You know what? It's still actually it's still a great game. Like we made a big deal out of it, but like it it plays really great at thirty frames, and like maybe it wasn't that big a deal. Or do you feel like it's gonna it's gonna? Here's the thing: you can't not notice it now, right? Like because this yep. has been this has been a this has been the biggest story of the day. And so when the game, it's going to be on your mind when you, when you play this game, oh, that 60 frame mode is not there. Right? I mean, I've been the most lukewarm on this and I started to have a more positive reception after that preview. I would still say, no, Gary is right. This is going to be a major impact to this game right now for me on my side to the point where it's like, ooh, that's not helping at all right now. I think, I think they're seriously, I mean, the, the, I'm sure people, the, the people at Xbox whose job it is to monitor this kind of thing are monitoring it very closely and going, ooh, the kickback on this was worse than we thought. Maybe we should reconsider. Like, how, is it, how important is it? We've talked to so many times about, like, there are reasons why companies have to hit certain dates for, like, you know, financial quarterly reporting and stuff like that, particularly when you get to the end of the year. That's why Cyberpunk shit when it did, even though they, they knew it was a broken mess at the time. But, like, surely in a post-Cyberpunk world, I've said this a million times on this show, we all recognize now that there is virtually no benefit to shipping an incomplete game by a certain date. Like, no one's going... Oh, this ge this game's got all kinds of problems, but at least it came out today. Like no one gives a shit if, if, if it's if it's not what you want it to be. Better to wait. And I think if if it, I get my advice to Microsoft for whatever it's worth is based on this reaction. If it is in any way practically possible for them to hold this until they can, they they could still they could turn this into a win. They could turn this into like the now the new cycle becomes. Oh, we're responsive to our customers. We did you know it's still going to be great, but like. Given that you, you, you've expressed so passionately that you want this to ship a certain way, we're going we're gonna to hold it and we're going to do that and we're going to ship it the right way. Yeah. And that could be a win for them. But right now, it's, you know, they're, they're, they're struggling. Paris, your thoughts on that? Yeah, but see, that's actually what I'm shocked about right now, that that isn't what the play was today in that you have lessons learned from Halo. Battlefield 2042. Yep. Obviously, cyberpunk as well on varying various degrees. Like it's ironic this week, Mike. You know, you you know, we, we've all been playing cyberpunk again because you know the big, you know, ray tracing update that they had on PC. And even while I was going through that, just thinking, my God, imagine if this was a game at launch. Imagine if this is what we got at launch mm -hmm. for cyberpunk. I think it might have been the greatest selling game of all time. And look, it has taken that game about three years to recapture the goodwill that they should have had at launch, right? But that also took CD Projekt Red sticking to their guns and continue to iterate and update this game and support it. I don't know if Redfall is necessary. And look, I'm not saying Redfall is going to be a technical mess and all, all this stuff, but the 30 frames per second thing does matter. It matters enough to the most hardcore people of, of your audience, of your community that play these type of games. And to, to answer Gary's initial question, 
I do think this impacts what 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 Redfall will will be at launch. One hundred percent, I do. Even after playing it, I think there's enough good there that I want to play it. I want to explore it with my friends. But I think this again, perception is reality, and and that's what I mean. It's like this has a negative perception towards the game. Let's just keep it real. IGN's video was a negative perception towards the game. People saw that. People are going to see that video and they're not going to go day one. You're not going to say that watching that video. That's just, just a God honest truth. So it almost would have been better. Like you're saying, Gary, get in front of the narrative. If you need to delay this thing, spin it as a positive going. I know what we promise, but we are committed to delivering a quality product yeah. no matter when you get it. To, to, your, I, to your point, Paris, I completely agree with you. The, the more I think about it, the more it does seem like an unforced error and the more it seems like a surprise. If, if they are surprised, I'm, I'm surprised that they're surprised, basically. <laughs> yeah, because, right? again, we've seen enough case studies to know. We've, we've talked about this many times before as well. We live in an age now, especially coming out of COVID and all the other challenges, that games are being delayed on the regular. And we hate it so much when games ship in an unfinished or unsatisfactory way that when usually if you look at the last five or ten times that a company said oh, we've had to delay the game, go look at the Twitter responses, go look at the chatter. And people are generally, oh, well, that's a bummer. But like, absolutely, like you do what you got to do to ship it right. Delay, we'll be here when the game's ready. The, people are generally understanding about that. But shipping a game without the features that, that people are expecting never goes across well. So it's like given the two choices, why did they make the choice that seems like obviously the wrong one that people were not going to react well to? So weird, Gary, because we're coming from an Xbox team that's all about, hey, we're empowering the developers, we're here to support them, and we'll give them as much time as needed. This game has already been delayed. We've and already it's not like this is the whole, like, we kind of go like, oh, yeah, it's like it was originally November release, like they have to, you know, because like when you get into the fourth quarter, it's like game sales go up because mm -hmm. people give gifts and stuff like that. So you kind of, and it's the end of the year, financial reporting and stuff like, you've kind of got to hit it and like, we're just going to have to bite the bullet on this one. It's not that. It's April. Yeah. Right now. They've but, got, they've, they can move this. And we're, it's not like we're holding to the last summer when we said all these games will be out in the next 12 months because we've already pushed Starfield. Yes. Forza exactly. doesn't even have a date. So at this point, we're not holding to that in any way, shape, or form. So why not, Paris? Because you're so right of like, let's not ruin this now. Come out. Paris said, you said it so well, Paris. It's like, get ahead of it and just say, hey, we're trying to deliver you the best product. We got to delay this. And the thing is, this is coming off the back of, again, to Paris' point, the IGN video is not well received. Like I said, the vibes have been off from the start. They have, they have been like dealing with like prevailing headwinds in terms of the, the attitude and the, and the media and the, and the kind of the online chatter about this game. Like, again, there's not been a good vibe around this game. That, and that provides the, the, the background and the context for this latest thing. Just was, oh, and this on top of everything else? You know, it's not just, it's not just, oh, like we were, everyone was like super hyped on this game, but now there's this like one setback. People, the, the, again, the, the, there, was, there was, people were kind of like, eh, I don't know about this game. And then this on top of everything else, it's just, this is the worst possible way for them to be, to be launching this game. I don't, maybe they don't care. Maybe they don't, maybe Microsoft just decided this is not a super high priority title for them and they're banking everything on Starfield or whatever. That's but crazy, I don't know. Gary, because this <laughs> is one of their big four. I mean, this that's how it was, got. that was how it was initially, that was how they, it was initially presented. Yeah. But again, may, maybe internally they're looking at the game and going, this game ain't going to, it ain't, ain't going to be it. Like they, maybe they know it's not that great. I don't know. Paris, what do you got? Yeah, but yeah, see that actually goes in again to the, to the initial point that we were talking about. This is your lead game into being a quote unquote next gen only Series X game, right? This is the one. This is the opening that floodgate to here's our seventy dollar games that we're going to start charging you for moving forward. So again, first impressions. What is the marketing tagline for the Xbox Series S? The world's most powerful console. So you're telling me the world's most powerful console cannot deliver this game at the 60 frames per second that you should expect for this type of game, right? Being a shooter. Like I said, I, I, the scenario I see is I would rather them push this back into July or August versus putting it out now. Cause you already got a murderer's row coming. Like we said with, with Jedi, Zelda, Diablo, street fighter, final fantasy 16. There's so many other things that are happening around that time that maybe pushing it into the summer, which is what it originally was supposed to be, was a summer game, makes the most sense. And yeah, maybe it doesn't get the full full breathing room that it would have had, in, you know, trying to avoid Starfield. Maybe it's in August and Starfield still comes in September, right? 
but now you can say Forza in October, Hellblade in November, whatever they're going to have for the roadmap for the rest of the year, but it's a quality game versus an incomplete game with all this negative connotation around it. I think that plays better in my personal opinion. That Look, look if I was in charge, this is what I would do. Agree. You know, I mean, do, do you think it's uh, too late, kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't situation? Now it is. And uh, yeah, now it is. And especially with it being a hot topic, maybe you just get it out now, uh, sandwiched in between things, and you have more eyes on it, more people being like, well, it's on Game Pass, I'll check it out. And, you know, people with that morbid curiosity to see how much of a quote unquote shit show it is, rather than delaying it where all this hubbub is happening now, now that's died down, and then fewer people are checking out the game because it's like, oh, yeah, that happened like five months ago. But see, don't you also, you know, and I I hinted at this at at the beginning because I was hearing this, you know, this morning in that spaces I was in, like, you don't want Game Pass to be used as an excuse. Game Pass is supposed to be a supplement, bring value to the games and all that stuff, the stuff that we've been talking about the past few years versus just a dumping ground for games that you don't think is going to be successful. You want, again, you want to establish the quality of these games. And I'm not saying Redfall is not going to be a quality game. I mean, it being 30 frames doesn't mean it's not going to be a, a great game, but it's a perception again. Yeah, and, it, and it everybody plays, thought it was sixty. Yeah, and, and speaking to the to the perception question, and we, as you said before, the biggest problem, the the biggest existential problem that Xbox has right now is not enough top shelf AAA games. Yep, and right. Redfall was supposed to be the first chapter in right. Microsoft's answer to that question, and it's stumbling out of the gate. Yeah, this is our year, Gary. We've been saying it for yes. years, and we thought that this was our year. Maybe next year, and it feels like it's another it moment can. of like. Maybe next year, or here's the rake on the ground, and we're going to smack ourselves in the face with it because this was the year. Starfield, Redfall, Minecraft Legends. All of a sudden, you got Hi-Fi Rush releasing out the gate. Age of Empires console, right? Redfall. And it's just like, man, oh, man. If this yeah, isn't Forza, the year, I mean, I mean, when And those other games aren't affected. They, they may all still be bangers, but, like, I don't know. Maybe Redfall is the dud in the, the bunch. They can't all be good. bangers, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. It's unfortunate. I personally hope that they delay I know that certainly I think there are a lot of people that are like me that are like I'll play it when the patch comes out yeah and that, yeah. Me- and that means and that means they get, and that means it's gonna kind of land with a thud mm-hmm. at launch yeah. and and and, may- and maybe the- and maybe like the-, the best they can hope for is like when the patch drops there's a round of press and a round of chat like oh n- 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 it's great now like yeah. now you should go check it out and-, and maybe they'll have like a second chance to launch it but why not just get it right the first time when when they know they can don't let it suck to play. Don't let it be mid. That's going to be bad. No. Paris, what do you got for me? Oh, I'll just say this one last thing as I know we're wrapping up yeah, this yeah. topic. Um, Starfield. Oh, that's where I was going to go with this, Paris. <laughs> okay. Right. Yep. okay, well, then I'll just kick it off by saying this. You know, I was saying this leading up to the launch of Halo Infinite, and, you know, people got mad at me, and here we are. It cannot be okay. It has to be great. And whatever that Starfield Direct is going to be in June I don't know what the script is now, but you can edit it in right now. You better talk about what the frame rate is going to be because no people doubt. are going, they're going to be looking for that. Now people are going to want to hear well, what is the frame rate for Starfield going to be? Is our quality mode performance mode? What are you doing this on is the a, series X and the S this is, and this is a great cautionary telling. Mean, they're getting a preview of like what that would be like. If they, if they, if they end up having to make a similar announcement about some kind of, you know, cause they can't really, they can't push it again. Right. They lock they, they, the Starfield. Now that, that date, they can't move it. Right, because they've, mo- they've moved it once or twice already. They've locked it in. They did a video that was just about here's the date, and all the letters kind of faded in. We and like wrote CGI. that in pen at one point, Gary. It What's was that? in pen. It was in ink. Oh, I mean, it was like tattooed. <laughs> it was tattooed. It's, 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 like Todd Howard may have it like tattooed on his forehead. Yeah. Backwards. So anytime he looks in the mirror, he sees what the date is. Tough. They can't move it again. No, you can't. So any compromise has to come from the game, not from the date. And so here's a the, the, the cautionary tale. Here's a game that people have like middling expectations of, and everyone shit the bed when they said it won't have 60 frames. So again, I'm not I, I actually personally I'm not worried about Starfield. I, I think that I don't know. We said it before, like Halo Infinite, right? Too big to yeah, fail. Yeah. We know nothing's too big to fail anymore. <laughs> Everything can fail. And so I don't. It, it, to me, it's the, the, the Starfield situation. That's unthinkable. I've got to. I, I, I I'm going to continue to keep the faith. That's the wild part about it, as Paris brought up, right? Like. The gaming community, the eye was on Redfall early in the morning, the conversation, and then quickly it became the realization of like, oh, Xbox, Bethesda, turn your attention now to like, Starfield is the next big game. 
Starfield is the game that needs to be the game of the generation, needs to be the moment for Xbox. And now our attention is turned to Todd and his team and say, hey, what's up with that How frame per second? How are we still here? Fucking the Super Nintendo ran games at 60, 60 frames a second. I know, I know that's a bullshit comparison. But, like, how are we still run playing games in this generation at 30 frames a fucking second? And, like, I really thought the compromise would be over. And it's, for a second, I was thinking, well, maybe on the next generation, the, the compromise would be over. But that won't happen because by the time the PlayStation 6 and the Xbox Series whatever comes out, it'll be 8K 120. Oh, well now, but now we go, oh, now why have we got to choose between 60 and 120 or 4K and 8K? We're always going to be making these bullshit compromises. It's just like playing an RPG. You're doing the same shit, but the numbers keep getting bigger. That's your, that's your thing. Let's end this one with one final question, boys. We've seen it before. They've reversed course on decisions before on Friday at 7 o'clock at night once. Are we going to see a reverse course and a possible announcement this week or next? That this game is delayed. I have, I have not been. Let me ask you. I've, I'll answer your question with a question. I have not. Like I, said, I was out of the house this morning. I, I was vaguely aware of the fact that I was. Oh, I, I'm sort of. Oh, I guess, I guess people are going to be disappointed. It wasn't until I came in here and I saw people rending their garments and like tearing their hair out. <laughs> I mean, Paris, you've got you. You're on that Twitter spaces. You. I feel like you've got a better finger on the pulse. Like, like out of one to ten, like how big a how big of a trash fire is this? Like how pissed off people? How pissed off are people about this? Oh, uh, that one I was in was a 12. Yeah, oh, it okay. was mega hot. <laughs> it was a 12. Because they were upset because it just it, it just comes off as is how much longer do we have to wait to get the things that you promised? Right. That that's what it came down to. It it was a thing of and again, let's, let's just keep it real here for a second. It was a comparison to what PlayStation was doing the past few years to what Xbox was doing. At least PlayStation was saying, We're giving you Horizon Forbidden West. You got Gran Turismo, you're about to get Spider-Man, they gave you God of War, they gave you all these things, and then you compared it to what Xbox has done. They've not lived up to that. And then here you are with the game that is basically kicking off the next generation for you, the first next gen only game, and it's not feature complete. And we just had that two years ago with Halo. That was kind of the sentiment that I saw in there of at what point do I stop believing you when you, when you tell me you're going to deliver on something? Right. It's tough. Paris, are they going to reverse course and delay this game? Yeah, I've thought about this a lot. I'm going to lean towards no. I think... The game itself is basically about to go gold if it hasn't already. Because the thing about it, reviews and all that, you would imagine is going to happen in the next week or two. So I think we're too close. I think it's too close to delay it now. I think they're just going to take their medicine, put it out, get the patch out when they can, and just move forward. All right. Uh, you know what? I'll be on the opposite side just for fun of the conversation. I think that on Friday we hear a conversation and we – see the blog post go out that it will be delayed three months. What we don't know is what does it mean to Microsoft to delay it, right? Like, right. Do, they, do, they, yes. do, they, do they take some kind of big logistical or financial hit by delaying it? If they've, let's say they've probably printed, you know, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of discs and they're sitting in a warehouse somewhere and like, oh, now, now, they have to, now they have to store them in a warehouse for another three months or whatever. There's, I don't know. There's all kinds of reasons why, like, because if, yeah. if, if it wasn't that big, big deal, that big a deal to delay it, then they just would. But there's got to be, like, again, we may never know, but there's got to be some internal reason why delaying it, it, yeah. it would hurt 100%. them in some way. And so it's a question, like, what's the, what, what, what's the, what's the, the path of, like, least pain here? Delaying it or shipping the version that people are not going to be happy with on day one? Well, in reality, Game Pass has been being carried by third-party partnerships this whole time. Indies and third-party partnerships. We haven't been getting incredible first parties. We haven't been getting the level that we want at the timing that we wanted. Given so, given that this is the, I mean, Game again, Pass is just getting carried by that. My my personal kind of lack of interest in Redfall as a as a game, just in and of itself, aside, if you thinking about this as an observer, given that this was supposed to be the first game in the kind of the new wave of aha, we are going to answer the question of. Uh, Microsoft not having enough like AAA bangers. We bought Bethesda, look, and, and now we're going to bring you all the stuff. And Redfall is going to be the, the the first entry. Again, it ain't a it ain't a great look in that in that yeah, as that effort now starts to bear fruit. Tough one. It's been a, a tough day today as of recording on this Wednesday. We will see what happens in the coming weeks as we lead up to that May second release, and we'll see what happens with that team over at Arcane and Bethesda and, of course, Team Xbox with this big title. But let's take a word from our sponsors, and then let's bring a smile to your face. So we'll be right back.
Shout out to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode. We all love gobbling up content and we have an understanding of what subscriptions we use. Or do we? Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to $200. That's right, you, you, you out there. You could be wasting hundreds of dollars each month on subscriptions you don't even know about. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and it helps you lower your bills all in one place. Rocket Money has saved some of us here at Kind of Funny a ton of money and it can help you too. Stop throwing away your money. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to Rocket money.com slash kind of funny that's rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny r-o-c-k-e-t-m-o-n-e-y.com slash kind of funny if you're an athlete you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down after all a team is only as good as its weakest link so you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field that's why there's no vape in team when you vape you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. All right, everybody, welcome back. Let's lighten the mood. Let's get loose a little bit, because, man, oh, man, it's been tense in the spare bedroom. It's been tense in the Twitter sphere here in the Xbox side of things. A lot of hot-blooded takes here, but let's bring some fun to it. Personally, what the heck did Xbox Australia New Zealand tweet out? Because, of course, they decided to take to Twitter and said, guess what this could be with the question face emoji? And it's a banjo, it's a kazoo, and an E. Paris Lily, banjo kazooie for real? You know, I, I, I saw that and I quote tweeted it and I, I, I did the Avengers Endgame uh, gif where, you know, Hawkeye is like, don't, don't give me hope. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sure this is just a little cheeky tweet from there. And they're obviously not going to give away any major surprise uh, that they potentially could have at whatever the Xbox showcase is going to be in June. But obviously, would I love to see Banjo-Kazooie come back? Of course, I've been talking about it for years. So it's it's we're beyond time at this point you know we, we've talked about this so much that that is an ip that xbox has in their back pocket that you know especially we just saw the super mario brothers movie come out and it's like look at all the goodwill that mario has banjo would have that if they were to bring that ip back i really do it was like it was a great platformer for its time and i think it, it, it can work now Banjo can 100% work now. A few tweaks here or there, but it absolutely can work in, in today's market. And, and as we've talked about a million times, Xbox needs a, a major platformer. They don't have it. You know, I think the closest we have right now is Psychonauts 2. I mean, you could say Ori, but nothing on the level of obviously what a Mario ha has been. And I think Banjo, if they do it right, can get to that level. I really do. I agree with that, Paris. I, I think it's sorely needed here on the Xbox ecosystem and, you know, doing a little bit of research into Banjo for my good friend Paris Lilly to be prepared for this conversation. It, it just seems a perfect fit for right now with what we need on this Game Pass library, filling out and checking all the boxes, right? It's just like a perfect mix of like, this is going to bring family smiles. It's going to bring the nostalgia for older gamers. It's just going to be a good game to just slide right in there and have some fun with. I mean, it's got the characters, it's got the worlds, it's got the banging music. What more could you ask for here, Gary? I mean, a part of me kind of hopes that they never bring it out just so that we can continue to like meme, <laughs> meme about it. Once, uh -huh. once they bring it out, we can't talk about it anymore. It'll be out. It's like, I kind of feel like it's the longest, <laughs> run, this and Half-Life 3 become like the longest running joke and almost be a sad, sad to see that come to an end. Um, 
And as much as I would hesitate to put Banjo-Kazooie in the same universe as Mario, I feel like it's several leagues below that in terms of, you know, like its impact as a platformer. Mm -hmm. It is what Microsoft has. And it ain't nothing. Banjo-Kazooie's good. There's a lot of goodwill for it, like, for it out there, as you say. And as we have, again, I feel like this almost feels like a remix of, like, things we've said on other, on other um, editions of the show. Um, but it is a massive, glaring hole in their portfolio right now. Sony has got, you know, Sackboy and Ratchet and Clank and, and, and Crash Bandicoot, and that, they're well served. Nintendo, you don't even need to talk about it. Xbox has nothing. Super Lucky's Tale, come on. They've got nothing in that well, space. Well, if they buy Activision, they'll have Ban or, uh, Crash They'll have Bandicoot. Crash. Yeah. yeah. They'll have Crash, yeah. What about, have who owns Bubsy? Because I feel like Bubsy's <laughs> overdue for a comeback. Shout out to Bubsy. Yeah. What about Voodoo Vince? Yeah. Link the Time Sweeper. Oh, my God. Now, now you're talking. Yeah. I mean, how, I mean, how far down the rabbit hole do you want to go? I mean, it, it's a fun tweet to put out there, and it's an interesting one. Paris, of course, like I said, Australian, New Zealand Xbox team, right? So, of course, they're not going out there leaking a big event that's going to happen or a big announcement. But is it just for fan engagement? Is it just for smiles? Could we see a remake, well, remaster? Like, what, what could they, 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 they got exactly what they wanted out of it. We're talking about We're it. Talking that's exactly about what that was designed mm -hmm. to do. Yep, 100%. and that's all that matters. Yeah, right. So yeah. hopefully we will see that for Paris' sake, and of course for gamers <laughs> around the globe to have some fun and smile about. So we'll see where that goes. I I'm, I, I would love it because it's something I could play with my kid again. Yes. It's something the Xbox sorely needs. Um, I I believe if you ask me, like, what does my gut tell me? Somewhere in somewhere that game that game is in development. Yeah, that's that's what my gut tells me too. I. I've I, I've wavered back and forth. Do you come out the gate with basically kind of a remake slash reimagining of the first game, or you do you just continue on from where they basically left off uh, Banjo? You know, when it was on, on the Nintendo sixty four. Um, I think regardless of what they do, just from a gameplay standpoint, obviously you want to keep the traditional platforming features that are already in the game and unique abilities of using banjo and kazooie together but i think you obviously need to add more movesets into that um i could see them making grunty or like mumbo jumbo playable and kind of leveraging some of that obviously let's introduce some new characters into the mix as well there's different things to do and again i the, the comparison is always going to be with mario but when i think about mario or I even think of like a donkey kong country it's it's a thing of even more specifically mario i should say Mario has crossed so many different genres and he is they've continued to just reinvent Mario over the years that that's obviously when this movie came out, you had so many Easter egg and nostalgia moments. I think that could be the play here where you come out with a traditional platform of banjo, but you take those characters and you start to put them into other things as well and build that universe up, build up that Banjo-Kazooie universe. I think to me, there, there's a grand opportunity to do that because what if we, the other thing we've obviously talked a million times about with Xbox, they don't have a mascot other than Master Chief. Master Chief and Cortana is basically the mascot. They don't have really anything beyond that. Maybe they might get that now with Hi-Fi Rush. We'll, we'll see where that goes. But I'll say again, Banjo has just been sitting in your back pocket for 20 years, and the only time they've used him is for Nuts and Bolts, which was a different take on Banjo, but at that time, that wasn't what people wanted. And I don't think you come out the gate with another Banjo doing something different. I do think it needs to be a traditional platformer first before you try something else. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm depressed, Mike. Tell me, Gary. What's, Gary, it's been a somber, uptight day. Tell me about it, Gary. All, 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 all I know, this is the vibe I'm getting right now from this episode of the <laughs> Gary, show. Gary, And I'm passionate about vibe. Xbox. I love Xbox, as you yeah. know. I play uh -huh. my Xbox way more than I, I play my PS5. I'm, a, I'm an Xbox guy. I'm wearing, we're here wearing the Xbox green. I'm, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm an Xbox person, as you know. Ever since the original one. 20 years I've been playing Xbox. I love Xbox. But I, I, I'm telling you right now, if I'm like, a, if I'm... A concept. If I'm a platform warrior, if I'm one of these guys going, oh, Xbox sucks, PlayStation, PlayStation, PlayStation. <laughs> if I'm one of those guys and I'm a PlayStation guy and I'm watching this show right now, 
I'm laughing my fucking head oh, off. You are. Because this, oh, yeah, this whole show is, this whole show is going to be, be like, tough oh, this highly anticipated game is probably going to be shit now, but maybe fucking Banjo-Kazooie will come out. Like, you sound pathetic. We sound fucking desperate, Mike. It's a tough, it's a we tough situation. We desperately need a fucking win. I need a W on the we, board. We need a match. We, fucking, we are taking case. L after L after L. This is the fucking, so, this ain't the X cast, Mike. This is the fucking L cast Don't right worry. Now. There's next year, Gary. We'll be there next year. We'll be yeah, there next, next year. year. This is going to be the year. It, it's been a tough ride. And of course, it's only going to get a little bit tougher because we have to say goodbye to an Xbox vet. Of course, Joseph Staten has left Microsoft on April 7th. Rebecca Valentine from IGN. What up? Reported that Joseph Staten, former head of creative of Halo Infinite and recently served as creative director at Xbox Publishing, is now leaving Microsoft. So... The tweet from Joe reads, hey, folks, I'm indeed leaving Microsoft. I'll have more info to share soon. But for now, I'd just like to thank all of my Xbox colleagues for all their understanding and support as I embark on a new adventure. We had Joe on the show. Of course, shout out to Big Joe Staten, uh, a staple in the original Xbox trilogy. Y'all know that he was the cinematic director for the first three Halos. He helped create what Halo is as a story. Of course, laid some of the groundwork over in Destiny and then came back and kind of set the tone for the Halo Infinite when we took a new turn and tried to get that out there. So shout out to Big Joe for everything he's done on the Xbox side. Sad to see him go out of the Microsoft family, of course, as he was serving with Team Xbox with the Xbox publishing stuff, but uh, another kind of sad note. I know, like I said, it's like, do, we, do we have any good news? Cheer me up. I got, I got some good news. You and I are going to bust out our wallets right now. Okay, because we're going to design the, a brand yeah, okay, new Xbox right. Elite controller. Okay. But Paris, any any word on Joseph Staten there? Of course, embarking on a new adventure. I mean, it's it's bittersweet. Um, I had even tweeted out at the time, you know, when it when it came out that you know he's been somewhat responsible for like the last 20 years of my entertainment right obviously just all the work that he had done with with Bungie in the past and then now obviously coming in um you know with, with 343 you know to you know work on Halo Infinite um you know, like you said we we had him here on the show and I've always just appreciated his honesty that that he had like even when when he was on here and he was talking about Halo Infinite and the things that he was working on he was pretty candid and straightforward about it so I, I've always appreciated that and and I'm not I'm not trying to be the Debbie Downer on this episode, like Gary was saying, but it's like I feel like Xbox has lost another asset. Um, he he came in as basically the fixer uh, to three, four, three, you know, for for Halo Infinite. And that's a guy that you would want around, you know, with your internal studios when you see another game that may need some help. He can come in and do some of the heavy lifting and get things on track. You know, Rod Ferguson was someone that was also similar to that who did leave and i guess he's about to come back when that position yes. goes through but um yeah it's 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 bittersweet i mean like like i said i think i'd even told him the story directly you know when he came on that um i'll never forget that halo 2 demo they had at e3 and he was the guy that was doing it and i probably ran through that line about four times that that week because that's just how awesome it was and again it's just he's just always been a good guy so it, it will be interesting to see where he lands uh moving forward and what he'll be doing Shout out. See you, Joe. Take care of yourself. We'll be rooting on wherever you go next. Gary, let's turn this vibe around. Let's have some fun. <laughs> yeah, let's get I ready need, to bust out my box. wallet because I'm about to buy something I don't need, Gary, because we got brand new colors therapy. hitting the Xbox Design Wait, Labs. Another, oh, no, here we for go. Your, it, was, it was taking forever to load. Oh, okay. I thought I was going to have to <laughs> deliver another bummer that the site won't load. For your Xbox Elite Series 2 controller, you have yeah. new colors now hitting the map, so you have 16 Big colors for your body. You have up to 25 colors on different accent pieces and 17 buttons for paddles and D-pads. So you have a whole lot of new colors coming to Design Labs to elevate your Xbox Elite controller. Of these ones, do we like. know what the new ones are? So the new ones are going to be some on the back like that glacier blue. Um, you're going to have mineral blue, midnight blue, and then this nocturnal green, I believe, are all new to me. Okay, so okay. I would say probably like... These ones after the yellow, I believe they're kind of a military orange. vibe there. Yeah. We're gonna go into that. So yeah, Gary, you know this is one. Of course, we give me love give me some give me some band. of that cyan, whatever that cyan one is. What is that? It's like that cyan. Yeah, right I like there. I like cyan. Okay, that's gonna be the velocity green. Yeah. Okay, that's that cool. Blue. Okay, I like that. Yeah, I, I like this glacier blue. 
uh, a lot. It's kind of like a, a soft Gatorade blue, if you think about that glacier yeah. freeze, yeah. of course. So I, I'm digging the mineral blue and the it's glacier It's got a freshness right to it that I like, yeah. If you go on over to, of course, the accent pieces that have a whole lot of options in there, you can check out your thumbsticks, you can check out your uh, bumpers. Those have now 25 options to choose from that give a nice little accent to all of your colors there as well. Uh, Gary Witta, they continue to elevate this. Of course, I'm still not a massive fan of the big black rubber grips. Yeah. It just does impact my color. I kind of wish you could. Can, can can you at least like make that white? You cannot. Okay. Cannot mm. affect the uh, the the rubber grips on this one. So you will always have that kind of just thick black color on this. So you kind of have to plan around that, in my opinion. Yeah, and and as we were saying before the show, the thing that the, the thing that annoys me, there's still no share. But I know you can map it to a to another uh, to another button, and there's all these kind of cool things you can do mm -hmm. with mappable buttons and alt buttons and stuff. But like, why is there still no share button? Like, it's a basic feature of the Xbox current Great generation feature. controller, yeah, yeah. and it's missing from the premier version of the. It's kind of like when that when they brought out that dual the the, the dual sense edge, and it had shittier battery life than than the basics. Like, why is this worse than the basic one? This is this is one I, I I like the the elite controllers I've got I've got two of them they're very very good, um, but I I don't understand why we don't have a why why we don't have a, a, a dedicated share button the way we have on every other controller. I'm loving the elevation of the face buttons. They have some really good face button options here. Of course, you can customize the awesome case that it comes in with yep. your own little Xbox colorway that you'd like to put on this, but. Once again, continuing to make it your own, whether you're designing for the Xbox uh, Elite controller or you're designing for just a basic Xbox controller. You have so many options, some fun ones for all of you out there. Remember, always share your designs with me, Paris, and Gary. We love to see what you all create. Paris, Lily, are you breaking the bank? Are we buying a new controller for the summertime? Where do you fall on this? I told you this offline, and I'll just keep it real on here too. No, I got too many controllers as it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, the last thing—the last thing I need is another controller. Yeah, that's right the last now. I need, but but it is awesome to have Design Labs to have this to be able to customize these controllers. Like, um, who was it? Was was it Jason Ronald? I think it was Jason Ronald. I saw just posted like one he customized, and it was, it was pretty dope. It's yeah. really cool. So there's definitely a lot of awesome combinations that you can do. I will say again to something Gary was bringing up. I do wish the rubber color was, was customizable as well. I'm sure that's a lot harder, probably more expensive to be able to do, you know, just from a supply standpoint. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll say this. I, I wish as we look to keep this positive, when Starfield comes out and it's awesome, I wish there would be a Starfield custom elite controller. Right? Maybe they will be. They did one for Halo Infinite. No. Yeah, yeah. That's, but that's my yeah. point. I do want to see more of those. I want to see more of the actual IP specific custom elite controllers, not just the standard controllers, which obviously they've done done an awesome job with the, that. The but degree to which you can customize these now is genuinely yeah. cool, right? I mean, this is something yeah. that I mean, I, I like the I, I like the dual sense a lot, and you do get do get I mean, what like four different colors now, but yeah. nothing nothing even vaguely close to this. Is this the win that we're putting on the board, Mike? Because this is our like win for the day. One. This is our win for the week. This is the win for the week. Okay, not the biggest I'll, win, I'll, but it's I'll a take, win. I'll take whatever I can get at this point. Yeah, we're gonna take this win. It's a it's an important one for all of us right now, so we can make it out of the week and hopefully have a better week next week i need this in a you know? fucking zoloft <laughs> i will say for all of you that don't have an eye for design or many you know good get along well with colors they always do have the um recommended ones where they base it off of certain games like right. minecraft legends and right. other games like that so you can kind of get their colorway going and maybe give you an idea of where you want to go with it you can outright buy that kind of colorway or of course most importantly you can create your own so keep an eye out for that but guys that is going to be the end of this week's show. Kind of a hot show, a testy show, a, a downer show. We can say that. We can all look yeah, at it. Yeah, I mean, like, this, not every not every week, week is sucked. not every week is gonna yeah. be sunshine and rainbows, yeah. right? <laughs> you know, Gary, it was very interesting. I'll open up, I'll pull everybody behind the curtain really quick as we end this show. Of course, sometimes in the Xbox world each week, we don't have any news. And I look around, I look to Paris, I look to Gary, I look to Baird, and I go, what are we going to talk about, guys? we got to come up with a topic. And we all come together and we, we workshop some different topics of what we can do. And then sometimes I come out of the gym at 6.30 in the morning. We just get blessed with some Xbox news. You're at the gym at 6.30 in the morning? Uh-huh. Oh, and unfortunately, 
it's bad Xbox news. And so that's how this week went. It was bad Xbox news. It's a flip of a coin. I guess here. bad news is better you know? than no news. You know, it gives us something to get salty about. And you yeah. know, we're in the hot take industry. So exactly. bad news for Xbox, but not necessarily bad news. It's like, you know, when there's a war, like wars mm-hmm. are terrible, right? But the fucking cable networks love it because their ratings go through mm-hmm. the roof. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll get a lot of views. We'll have a lot of good conversation in the comments about 30 frames, 60 frames. What do you expect? And of course, I'm going to skip the comments this the week. The question will always be asking better from Team Xbox, holding them accountable and saying, hey, how can we be better the next time? Right. And I think we had that conversation of getting out in front of the messaging, questioning hey, are we making the right calls during this development cycle and giving those that are creating the games that we love the amount of time and resources available to make the best thing possible? I mean, listen, I mean, we know that, that people from Xbox uh, watch and listen to this podcast. Maybe, maybe uh, our, our uh, opinion will be what makes the difference. Yeah, we're okay. We're going to try our best each and every week. And with that, we're out of here. Have another great week, gamers out there. Enjoy yourself. Of course, we're approaching spring into summer. Minecraft Legends right around the corner. Of course, you have Redfall coming in the first week of May. So we have games to talk about. We have games to play. And we'll see you here each and every week on Thursdays to talk all things Xbox. It's kind of funny. Thanks for your time. Thanks for your patience. Thanks for rocking with us. We'll catch you next week. See you, gamers.